Bruce Lawn. Kanye's genius Netflix docuseries dropped yesterday. I'm going to give you guys my honest reactions and thoughts. And I'm going to tie it into a Jordan Peterson quote I heard about a passage of scripture that I think is going to hopefully come alive. And I'm going to need your guys' opinion on it towards the end of the video. So make sure you watch till the end. Now, this video will not be talking about any of the public drama that Kanye's been going through with Pete Davidson. Already did a video about that. You could check that out. We're not going to be rehashing that. This video will be specifically about part one of the docuseries. If you guys haven't seen the documentary, there's going to be some spoiler alerts in this fair warning. I'll try to kind of tiptoe around it, but there's a couple things I want to point out from it. And man, first and foremost, you got to shout out the director of this, Cootie. He kind of hit his own career on pause and moved from Chicago to New York to pursue getting this documentary made about Kanye. The foresight and the vision of this brother who started working on this, I believe in the late 90s, early 2000s. It opens with footage of Kanye hanging out at Jermaine Dupri party, doing an interview with Mace and all these different guys. And then it really kind of picks up the story a little after that, once Kanye starts getting some placements and starts generating some stuff. So this brother had the foresight to invest in a vision of someone he just believed had something to him. And that is why we get this incredible look of something that they've literally been working on for 20 years. If you guys are watching this, you're enjoying this, smash that like button for the YouTube algorithm. That really does help when you hit the like button, shoots up the algorithm, you'll see other videos from me and this will get shown in front of more people. Okay, so the second thing that I wanna point out is that it starts his journey and it shows him going through the Rockefeller offices, showing his music to different kind of people and the people around him not really taking him seriously, yay, that is as a rapper. And this all is going to connect in terms of maybe down the road, once he became successful, did it give him some of that super villain vendetta because people weren't really rocking with him initially? I mean, it literally shows him playing records that went on to be hits, him playing records to people at Rockefeller, and them literally like, breaking eye contact and starting another conversation with somebody. It's it's wild how he was treated early on because he was just the producer. And speaking of just being a producer, here is something that I think people gloss over in the Rise story of many people is that because he was a producer, he literally had a skill and a craft. This is for all you artists, all you creatives. This He literally had a skill and a craft that he was able to sustain himself while he pursued his music career. They talk about how he went from making $500 a beat to making forty dollars to $50,000 a beat after Ace to the Izzo came out. That was like his first really, really, really big placement. And so what that allowed him to do was to approach his craft with a degree of pure passion and not compromising and not 
doing it out of a place of desperation. I got to get a record deal. I got to get on. I got to just do whatever I got to do. He really wanted a record deal with Rockefeller, but he was willing to sustain himself. And sometimes in our journey of finding our purpose, discovering what we're supposed to be doing, making a living for ourselves. It's often the thing that leads to the thing, meaning that he wanted to be a rapper. That was what Kanye always wanted to do, but he also needed beats and he knew that he could probably get his foot in the door first as a producer and then parlay that into a situation as a rapper. And that's exactly what he did. And so it allowed him to sustain himself and live in New York City and make a comfortable living while at the same time building relationships. He's able to be in proximity with the people he wants to be in, which I thought was really cool. And then speaking of record deals and record companies at the time, he wanted to be on Rockefeller, but he was also talking to other labels. And there was a specific label called Rockus Records, which was the label that Mos Def and Talib, all these guys came up on. And they surprisingly passed on Kanye, which is crazy to think about uh, because Rockus, a couple years later, ended going out of business. So it's wild to think that folks were passing up on him. And even when Dame Dash signed Rockefeller, it seemed like it seemed like it was more of a ploy to just keep him making beats in-house. So I thought that was really interesting. Now, I'm going to get to this Jordan Peterson clip here in just a second. The documentary has some profanity in it. The documentary, you know, it's not clean. At some point, it even reveals early on Kanye's porn addiction. He talks about his faith a little bit early on and still trying to figure that out. And it's really good. So I recommend it if you're okay with profanity. I thought it was a really well put together documentary. Now, I want to get into this clip that... There's a quote in here that, that completely ties into something I heard Jordan Peterson said. I put it together, and I want to actually know your guys' thoughts on it in the comment section. Is it possible that there's overlap here, or is Jordan Peterson reaching and me connecting it to this documentary a reach as well? This is a trilogy, so there'll be a part two and three. But towards the end of it, you start seeing his mom, and they meet her at her house, and then they, they go back to where he was raised as a kid. And the quote she was tying in was the tension of Kanye's humility and arrogance. The giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. And you could be off the ground, have your feet on the ground, and say you could be off the, in the sky, uh, feet on the ground at the same time. I think the genius of Donda West to be able to channel her son's creative energy and harness his drive in a way that I believe kept him anchored. Giant looks in a mirror and sees nothing reminded me of this Jordan Peterson quote on Joe Rogan talking about a Bible verse. And I do, I really do want to hear if you guys think this is a reach from uh, Jordan Peterson. Okay, so let me pull this clip up. Because people have commented on every verse in the Bible like, to the to degree that's almost unimaginable. So you can look and see all the interpretations and all the translations and get some sense of what the gen genuine meaning might be. And the line, the meek shall inherit the earth, meek is not a good translation, or the word has moved in the 300 years or so, 300 years or so since it was translated. What it means is this, those who have swords and know how to use them, but keep them sheathed, will inherit the world. That Bible verse, which we're going to look at the verse in a second, the meek shall inherit the earth, he says it, it doesn't really translate the way when you look at all the different versions or the views of that specific verse. So let's, let's listen to what, he, what his kind of view of that verse is. Those who have swords and know how to use them, but keep them sheathed, will inherit the world. Those who have swords but know how to use them, those who have swords and know how to use them but keep them sheathed, will inherit the world. Now watch what he says next. And that's mm. another thing I've been telling. Yeah, no kidding. That's, that's a lot a different. Big difference. That's a big difference. It's so great. And so, like one of the things I tell young men, well, and young women as well, but the young men really need to hear this more. I think is that you should be a monster. Mm. You know, because everyone says, well, you should be harmless. 
virtuous. You shouldn't do anyone any harm. You should sheath your competitive instinct. You shouldn't try to win. You know, you, you don't want to be too aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You want to take a back seat and all of that. It's like, no, wrong. You should be a monster, an absolute monster, and then you should learn how to control it. You should be an absolute monster, and then you should learn how to control it. I'm going to look up the Hebrew and the Greek here in just a second. Let me play the rest of this clip. Do you know the expression, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war? Right, right, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly right. And so when I tell young men that, they think, well, lots of them are competitive. They're low in agreeableness, you know, because that's part of being competitive temperamentally. It's like, is there something wrong with being competitive? There's nothing wrong with it. There's something wrong with cheating. There's something wrong with being a tyrant. There's something wrong with winning unfairly. All of those things are bad. But you don't want people to win? What's the difference between trying to win and striving? And so... I think one of the reasons why Jordan Peterson is so prominent with young men today is because there has seemingly been this demasculation of men to make them agreeable, to make them soft, to make them, dare I say, more feminine. And he's saying, no, 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 no. You need to be a monster, but know how to harness that energy, right? Uh, somebody may say the Mamba mentality, right? And so in Kanye's case, you're talking about the giant looks in a mirror and sees nothing, right? So harnessing that energy in a way that's productive instead of thinking that uh, I'm I'm just a, a little quiet boy that never says anything, I just keep my head down and I never, I never aspire, I never try, I never do these things, right? So I wanted to look into the passage, and I pulled up that word meek. Now, if you guys don't know, the scriptures are written, the Old Testament is primarily written in Hebrew, and the New Testament is written in Greek, most of it. And so I looked it up, and here is the word pas. I think that's how you say it. And this word means mildness of disposition, gentleness of spirit, and meekness. Mildness of disposition, right? Mildness of disposition, gentleness of spirit, meekness, and it gives a couple of other verses here, and and we're going to look at some of those here in a second, and then in the Hebrew, this is actually quoted from a psalm, or, or, you know, I guess Jesus may be referencing a psalm, who knows, and here in the Hebrew, the word is poor, humble, afflicted, meek, that's that's it in the Hebrew, and I want to look at two verses to you guys, here's one of them, this is the same word, this is out of Proverbs 16, verse 19, It says, better to be lowly in spirit along with the oppressed than to share plunder with the proud. Okay, so that word lowly in spirit is similar to meek. All right, and then he says, whoever, no, no, check this out, whoever gives heed to instructions and blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. So that is the the word being used in the Hebrew, because you, the Hebrews, the Old Testament, you parallel it to that proverb, that lowly in spirit, along with the oppressed, then to share plunder with the proud. Don't be about the external appearance of things. Have a sense of humility, a sense of meekness. Now, I think the issue that happens is oftentimes we get humility confused with humiliation. You get humility confused with lowered sense of one's own ability. And the way I've always heard humility used is that humility is not thinking less of yourself. Humility is thinking of yourself less, okay? So it's not thinking less of yourself. It's not thinking, oh, I'm this terrible person that just can't get it all together. Oh, it's not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking less about yourself. It's not about being passive. It's not about being weak. 
It's not about being agreeable, but it's about putting others before you. It's about not being so consumed with yourself. It's about viewing your connection to your ability level as not a need to flex, but as a way to harness it. And ultimately, I think all of this is going back to a brokenness that comes with someone that has a contrite heart and is willing to submit to the Lord, right? That God appreciates when we have a brokenness. But the issue with this is that, again, in our society, oftentimes when it comes to things like creativity, competition, uh, desire to succeed, any of those things, oftentimes they're suppressed and they're demasculated, especially in young men, and there's no redirection or way to harness it. And again, with Jesus, I referenced it when the disciples, the the sons of Zebedee were wanting to argue about if they could sit at the right hand of Jesus or their mom approaches Jesus. And Jesus doesn't rebuke their desire to want to be great. He redirects it. He says, you want to be great? Okay, go serve. You must be the biggest servant of all. When we bring this back to Kanye, the hilarious part of Kanye is that in the documentary, he has the self-awareness to say, it's a bit narcissistic of me, isn't it? Right? I'm being a, a bit a bit consumed in, in even attempting to make this whole documentary series, which I think is really telling that early on he was noticing this. So, question for you guys. Do you guys think Jordan Peterson's definition of this is a stretch? Do you think it could be congruent with Scripture? Do you think it is about suppressing masculinity and being lowly and broken uh, for the sake of being lowly or broken? Or do you think it's about channeling and, and harnessing that masculinity and harnessing that into a way where you understand that ultimately you need to be broken and contrite before God, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with desiring to be effective, desiring to be efficient too. Do you guys think my connection to Donda's West quote to Jordan Peterson is a stretch? I really do want to hear from you guys in the comment section. I think there's also some interesting dialogue. Keep them brief, by the way, because some of you guys be writing dissertations in the comment section. Just know that if you write more than like a couple of sentences or a paragraph is probably going to get an auto flag. The last question I have for you guys, is it possible to achieve the degree of success that Kanye has been able to achieve without obsessive nature towards your craft? He believes in himself so much, but is it possible to even do that to the capacity that he was able to do that and, and, and maintain one's own soul, right? I'm not talking about like, I want to build a business. I want to make a good living. I want to do this, right? I want to have a good marriage. I'm talking about like, I want to be one of the biggest stars in the world. What better is it for a man to gain the world and lose his soul? And unfortunately, we saw all the challenges and all of the things that happened after his mom passed away. And so, Matthew 10, 16, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. Be as shrewd as snakes and harmless as doves. Because as followers of Jesus, we need to be shrewd like snakes and harmless as doves. So you need to be wise, be cautious, be smart, be engaged, be focused, right? At the same time, you need to have a humility and be harmless as doves. We need both. You don't just check your brain out. You don't just do all the other stuff that everybody else is doing, right? So you have to have both, right? Shrewd and harmless, blameless, humble, driven. Mainstream Entertainment, Bruce Lawn.
Thank you so much for making it to the end of the video. If you look in the description of this video, there's some free resources, including a How to Study the Bible free course over at MasterMyDevo.com and a free course that I put together with my therapist, Dr. Rudy, called Master My Habits, all about helping you form freedom-forming habits to get you breakthrough with addiction, pornography, stuff like that. Link is in the description. Appreciate you guys watching. Leave a comment. Be kind and polite and not exhaustive because those will get auto-flagged. Anyway, check out some of these other videos from me and YouTube recommended to you, all right?